We begin today the Gemara on Dav Chof, seven lines down from the top of the Yomad. So the Gemara here is the last point, continuing from what we learned yesterday, regarding a person selling his daughter to be a Oma uh, in a situation where it's not possible for the master to marry her, to be Miyayater, because he's a relative, or his apostle. So the Gemara brings two Braises about this. Tani Chodem, one Braise we learned, Moichra Aviv, the father could sell his daughter to his father, which means basically to the grandfather. But he can't sell his daughter as a maid for his son. It's one b'raisa. But in another b'raisa it says, He can't sell his daughter as a maid, not for his father, not for his son. So the Gemara explains, that says that you can't sell her as a maid, not to the father, not to the son. <coughs> Sorry, that's like the Rabbanan's opinion that it's only if it's pos- if yield is possible, then you could sell to such a master. Otherwise, there's no yield. But but the Bryce that says that you could sell your daughter to your father, but not to a son. Come on, according to who is this going? What's what, why should we make this difference? Like Rabbanan, not like Rabbanan say that yield must be possible, and like Rabbi but not like Rabbi Yezer either. Says that you could uh, that you cannot sell to your son. Says the Gemara, Really, this is following the opinion of Rabbanon that Amayvria uh, is only when yield is possible. But the Rabbanon, the Rabbanon agree that you could sell your daughter If there's one possibility of yield, then it's also enough that you'd be able to be sold. What's yield? Yield could be done whether to the master himself or to the son of the master. So over here, when you're selling your daughter to your father. And there's either the father or the son that you can be miyayi to, to. So to the son, yid will be possible. Because to the son, that's, that's a, a niece. It's an uncle, exactly. As it will be uncle marrying a niece, which is allowed. So yid will be possible. But if you're selling your daughter to your son, which basically is you're selling to your brother, so then there's no yid possible. Not to him and not, not, to, not, to, the, um, not to the son either. Because then it's going to be a chaysaviv. Either way, it's not going to be. Uh, there's no. There's no yid over here. Okay, not to him and not to his son, because the son will be a chaysaviv, right? It's, it's going to, the 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 amma will be the aunt. Right? We're talking about selling to a brother, so then the amma will be an aunt. So either way, there's no yid. So then the brayser says v'loy levnoi. Doctor Gemara. So we begin our new Indian, uh separate uh, new, new new subject over here about. Uh, no, different halachas over here, but about uh, Eredivri. The Pasuk says, if the Eredivri came in Begapai. So the mother here will teach now what this means. So Begapai Yetzeh, what does that mean? Begufai Nichnas, if he came in with his body, Begufai Yetzeh. He goes out with his body as his whole. The mother will soon explain. He comes in alone. Begapai means alone. He goes out alone. So what does this mean? My begufa nichnas begufa yaitse. Omar Rave, so Rav explains, Loima to say, Sha'ina Yaitse Baroshivarim Kevit, that he will not be released from his master like it is with an Evid Kanani, if the master knocks out an eye or something, one of the Roshivarim, so then that releases him. He goes free automatically. But by an Evidivity, he he doesn't go out this way. That's what the Pasik is saying, that his whole goof is intact. That's when he goes out. He doesn't go out when one aver is missing, like an Evid Kanani. <coughs> so the Gemara asks on this, <coughs> sorry, Omelei Habaye, but we learned this out of it from another Pasuk, Milei Seitzei, Kitzei In the Pasuk where it says 
When they get to a Om Ivriya leaving, it says she doesn't leave like a like Avadim, like a Evet Kanani that leaves when uh, when there's a Chos Eva, when you knocked out one Eva. Maybe what that Pasuk is saying is that she doesn't leave the way Evid Kanani does. Evid Kanani, if you knock out an eye, so then he just gets released free and the master does not have to pay anything for what he did. Maybe by Om Evriya, what we're excluding is that she will go free and the master has to pay. So there's no Raya that she doesn't go free. Kamash Malan, therefore the Pasuk is saying, that when she or he, the Evid, goes out, it's when he has his whole body, not going out through this, that he knocked out an eye. Comes in alone and he leaves alone. What does this mean that he goes out alone? This is what he's saying. If when he came into Avdos, he was already married with a wife and children. So then, Then the master is allowed to give him to marry a Shifcha Kananis in addition to have children for, for the master. But if he wasn't married before with a family, then the master is not allowed to give him a Shifcha Kananis to marry. So if he came in alone, he's going to leave alone. Again? Either way goes out alone. Even no. If, if he's married to the Shifcha Kananis, so then... Uh, he stays married to her, Bukhari. And he goes out with her? But he could he could ma- he could marry her when he's when he's by the Yodin. Like, I have to look into that. But he can <coughs> marry her against his will. He can marry her when when he's by the by the Yodin. If a person, the Eved was sold when he, his value was then a mona. Now Vishbiach Then later on he's his value went up and now he's worth double. 200. So now, we're discussing over here when he wants to leave and he wants to deduct from the time that he worked and, and, uh, and he wants to pay back the master for what he was worth in the beginning. So we go by the value that he was at the time when he was sold, which is a mona. And we don't say, look at how much you're worth today. That when you make the, when you when he goes and he frees himself, you go from the value that was paid when he was sold. How about the opposite? When he was sold, then he was worth more. His value went down. Now he's only worth one money. How do we know that over here I'm going to take the opposite approach? Also lenient. That we're only going to consider his value the way it is now. He's only worth a money. So he has to pay according to that value. Tamad Loima Kefishonov. So there's another Pasik where it says that Vikishov Loy Kefishonov Yashis Gulasa that he has to give back the money based on the, the, the years now, what his value is today. I would say that this only applies to an Evid Ivri that's sold to a guy. That's what these Psukim say. Since I see that the Taylor gave an extra way, how he could be redeemed through relatives, so So we see that the master, the Goyish master, he has the lower hand, and the Taylor wants him to be redeemed, the Evid. But how do I know that this leniency applies to an Evid every soul to another Yid? We have a Shava that was already brought earlier in the Gemara, the term Sacha that says by an Evid sold to a guy and an Evid sold to a Yid. Abayah said one day, Hareini kibben azai Today, my mind is very clear to me, like, like Ben Azai was in Shukkit Tveria, when Ben Azai was very sharp and uh, 
the Gemara brings, uh, Rashi brings from the Gemara and Pachayres that Ben Azay said that all Chachma Yisrael in front of me is like the peel of a garlic. So Abaya said, today I'm like Ben Azay. You can ask me any question. So So one of the Rabbanan asked Abaya regarding the Drasha that was brought up here in the Gemara before. That when the value of the Evet changes, we always go lenient. We, we, if, if its value went down, so we're going to go according to the value, the lower value today. If when he was sold, his value was lower, we go according to his value then. So he asked him, Mechdi, let's see. Hanikroi, these two psukim. In one pasuk it says, Mikesef Iknosai, follow his value the way it was when he was sold. Another pasuk it says, follow his value today. So you can expand it like, like we did, that it's in the lenient sense. But you could say in the opposite, but maybe, maybe we should go stringent and say that you follow with the higher value that he was when he was sold or the higher value that he is today. My is Why are you dashing leniently? You can dash stringently. So the Gemara answers, or Abai answered, No, it doesn't make sense to go stringent because we see that the Torah is telling us to be lenient with an Evet. Tanya, as the Braise says, <laughs> that this evidivity he, he has to be good, has to be good for him with you. What does this mean? When it comes to eating, drinking, he has to be with you. Which means you're gonna eat good bread from uh, good, very well sifted flour, and he's eating bread from flour that has the, the chaff in it, whatever, different things that it's not uh, it's not cheaper flour. At the yasha, and you're drinking gishmaka, old, good flavored wine. And he drinks the fresh wine, which is not as good. At the muchim, you're sleeping on cotton pillows and blankets. Vu yasha nagabi ateven, and he sleeps, sleeps on straw. If you buy yourself a evadivri, it's like you're buying a master for yourself. Because if you're only going to have one, you're going to have to give it to him and not to you. So you have to take care of him even better than yourself. So we see over here that the Torah wants us to treat the Evet properly. So therefore, when we have the two options of how to dashen regarding redeeming him, we go with the lenient option. The drasha is by Evet Kinani. No, the drasha is by Evet No, it's a drasha by Evet Ivri Soltagai. Evet Ivri Soltagai. And then we have the drasha Sakhar. But it's still by Evet Ivri. Says the Gemara, but maybe this that you have to treat the Evid Ivri well, it's only regarding eating, drinking, and those other things while he's an Evid by you. Not to give him any suffering while he's an Evid by you. But maybe when it comes to redeeming him, there's actually a reason that we should be stringent with him. Why? Based on what Rabbi Yisab says, and here we're going to have a big arichis in this b'raisa where it basically will point out the fact that he's being sold as an avidivri is a result of his own averis. Otherwise, he wouldn't come to such a point. So maybe over here we have to be stringent with him when it comes to redeeming him. Come and see how difficult or how harsh it is for a person if he gets involved in even the dust of an iser of Shemitah. And Rashi says, oh, as we see here in the Gemara, what, which, what, which Isra are we referring to as Afkash or Shviyas? Adam Neisav and Neisav Mepeyed If a person will take the fruits of Shemitah and sell it to business with it, this is, this is called Avak Shviyas because it's only an Isra of an Esa. The Pasik says, La'achla, that the fruits of Shemitah, you can eat it, but it's not made for business. So therefore it's only an Isra of Esa, so it's called the Avak Shviyas. And so this person does business with this fruit, what happens? The end is going to be that he's going to sell, he's going to be forced, he's going to be poor and he'll have to sell from his items. The Pasuk there says, this is in Parshish Bahar, talks first about Shemitah, 
And then it says, The same halacha like Shmita applies to Yevil as well. And this Almechlei, afterwards the Pasuk says, That you're selling something to your friend. So what does this mean? This is talking about metaltalin, that you're selling, that you give over from one hand to another. So the first level that will happen to the person is, he'll fall and he'll lose money, he'll have to sell movables, items, the metaltalin. If the person does not pay attention to what's happening, so the soif in the end, what's going to happen is he's going to have to sell from his properties. He'll become so poor. He's going to have to sell from his inheritance. If it will not come to his hands, he won't. He will, he will not realize what happened to him. He's going to have to sell his own house that he lives in. Now the Gemara here interjects for a second into this Braise and explains the difference in the expression. The first time it said First time around he didn't he didn't feel, he didn't realize what's happening. Different expression. Ash explains means it will not come to his hands. Meaning he it's it's not gonna come to his attention. So the difference is based on what Avhun explained. When a person does an Aveda once, Vishanaba, then does it a second time, Hutrulai becomes permissible to him. Hutrulai Salkitaitoch becomes permissible. Ellen Ella Nasis like at once you do it the first time a person feels guilty. But then you do it again, it's how it gets into the person deeper and it becomes like a hatter for the person. So that's what it's saying over here. First first time it says Lai Hirgish. He's not he's not feeling it, he's not paying attention. Second time it says Lai Boss is saying it's, it will will not come to him because it becomes like a hatter to him. Continuing in the Braise, if he's not, if it's not, it's not going to come to him, and then he's going to end up selling his daughter. He's going to sell his daughter as a maid. Now the Gemara immediately explains. The Amma says, if you look there in Parshas Bahar, there's all these psukim there. It does not talk over there about a person selling his daughter as a maid. So how is, why is the Gemara bringing this in here? The next thing there it says in the Parsha is the Isser of borrowing money for interest, ribis. So why is it bringing in this before that? So the Gemara explains, the doesn't clearly say this, that he sells his daughter as a maid, but this is what this Bryce is telling me. Nisban in his brate, a person would rather sell his daughter as a maid and not to borrow money for ribis. Why? My time. If he's selling his daughter, so he gets money through this, and what happens? Over time, if he wants to redeem her, every day that passes, the amount that he has to pay to Redeemer keeps on going down. <coughs> but when it comes to Ribis, so interest over time, the interest grows and he gets the interest ends up, you borrow money with interest, you end up losing money. So basically what this Bryce is saying is, even though it didn't spell out in the Pasuk clearly before it mentions Ribis, that he sold his daughter, but Rashi uses the expression, we know for a fact that before the person borrowed money with Ribis, he tried something else. He tried selling his daughter, or he sold his daughter, because that's an easier way to get money without having to pay interest. Baita the Bryce continues, if this will not come to him, he won't, doesn't realize now what happened, then he'll end up borrowing money for Ribis. And then the Samachlei, then it says, Altikach Mitay Vigayme, that's the Neshach Vitarbis, Ribis. This does not come yet to him, he doesn't realize, Achamaychas Atzmai. He has to end up selling himself. That he sold to you. 
And then the Pasuk actually says he sells himself to a ger. And we're not talking about a ger. Someone that's a real ger. A ger toishev is a guy that's a resident and he keeps Sheva Mitzvah's Bnei Noyach. And that's what the Pasuk there says. And then the Pasuk further says, This means being, he's being sold to Oyev Kechav, even to Oyev Kechav. Then Then the pasuk further there describes leaker. What does leaker mean? That he's being sold. He's being sold to avodah itself. Rashi says this means he's being sold as an avid to work for avodah to chop wood and do other works during avodah Doesn't mean mamish avodah itself, but to do work for avodah So what do you see from all this? That the fact that a person becomes an avid is because of all this succession of avodah that he brought it upon himself. So maybe this is a punishment, and when it comes to redeeming him, so we should be stringent about this. You can't compare it to treating him well while he's an Eved. So Yabai answered, But even regarding this, that he is sold because of his Aveda, and he's, that's, it's, there's no reason to be stringent, because later the Pasuk itself says that you have to make an effort to redeem him. This fell to such a point. To, he became mamish like a priest for Avedizar. It doesn't literally mean a priest, but it means that like he's there with Avedizar working there. You might think that once he fell so far, throw a rock after the person that's falling, that he should fall even further, and you shouldn't make an effort to redeem him. After he's sold, so you should see that he should be redeemed. One of his brothers should redeem him. But the Gemara still argues on this. But maybe I should say, yeah, the Titus Taka is saying, see to it that he should be redeemed. So he shouldn't become assimilated amongst the Gayan. But, as far as the, the actual way, how we evaluate to redeem him, maybe we still have to be stringent about how we redeem him. Right? We only said before, don't push a stone after him, that he should be just, forget it, don't forget about him totally. But who says, where do you see over here a source that you have to be extra lenient when his value goes down? Or in the beginning, his value was less. So, and so, and Gemara adds, Nachman Alem with Rabbi Yisav and Abchanina. The point of Rabbi Yisav and Abchanina that this is caused by his avedis still remains. So maybe for the actual evaluation of his leaving, we should be stringent. So Gemara now brings another source. Omar of Nachman by Yitzchak. So Rav Nachman by Yitzchak says, Trei Kroik Sivi. So there's two different sukkim over here that it says about this. Going back to the psukim that we brought before, so he says, look in the pasuk. It says, "Im oid rabbis pashanim." So one pasuk where it says the mikas of miknasay. So it starts off that pasuk saying, "Oid rabbis pashanim." That is a lot of years. Oksev, and then in the other pasuk we quoted before, where it says kifishanov, that pasuk starts v'maat nisha pashanim. That is a few years of here. So the question on these psukim are, v'chi yesh shanim rubis v'yesh shanim muatais. When it comes to a evet, every being sold, is there many years or few years? Rashi says the Gemara's question is. Every Evadivri is sold for six years. There's no more, there's no less. That's what it is. So what is the Pasuk saying? Ella, what it's saying is, If his value went up, then that, that's the Pasuk where it says, In that Pasuk it says, Then you go buy his value in the beginning when it was sold, which was less. His value went down. So that's what the Pasuk where it says, In that Pasuk it continues and says, you go according to his value today that it went down. So you see here in this passage clearly mm-hmm. that it tells you to be lenient. But the Gemara asks on this, why are you coming up with this drasha? Why can't we learn the simple pshat of the passage? 
What does it mean when it says many years, few years? Simple. Hey, Chedov If out of the six years, he worked two years. Upashle Dalid, and there's four years left. So there's more years. There's, there's the majority out of the six years left. He has to pay for the four years that he still has to work. But if you already worked four years and there's only two years left, so then he gives according to the only two years that are left over. Answers the Gemara, if that was the Pshat, the simple Pshat of the Pasik, then the Pasik should say, if there's many years still left or there's less years left. My Bishonim, what does in the years mean? That means something happened in the year. If his value went up in the year, then because of Meknasa, you go according to his value in the beginning. If his value went down in the years, then Kifishonov, you go according to his value today. So here, this is the source that we're leaning in. Rav Yosef, so Rav Yosef said about this, that Shinu Rav Nachman, Rav Nachman by Yitzchak, Lahani Kroy Kesinai. He dashed and he spoke him so clearly, Mamish. This is the way it was given, Lemoishem Misinai. Okay, the Gemara now continues on related subjects, and there's a seminar, Simen Eved Bayis Chatzayin Bayis Eved Kroyven. Boyim Inei Rav Huna Bachinu Merav Sheishes. Eved Ivri Hanim Kelevik Chavim. An evidivity that sold to a guy, nigal lachatsoin. So when you're coming to redeem him, so what's if you don't have enough money to redeem him fully? Could he be redeemed halfway? Or ain't a nigal lachatsoin? Or he can't be redeemed halfway? So the simple shot over here, Rashi says, is if you redeem him halfway, so that means that he's half of him, he doesn't have to work anymore. Okay. So that's what, now what's the question? What is this based on? Do I say that I learned this out? Geulasai, geulasai, mistechuza. There's a, the word Gu'ulasi that it says here, by redeeming an Eved, and the term Gu'ulasi that it says, when you come to redeem, a stay achuzah. Stay achuzah is a property that you inherited from your ancestors of the, of the Chalukah of Eretz Yisrael, and, and you sell that property. So over there, what's the halacha? So ma's de achuzah, just like by a stay achuzah, ain't a nigel achatzan. Over there also, the Pasuk speaks about redeeming it. And then the Pasuk clearly says, you can't redeem it from the buyer if you don't afford, if you don't have the full price. Rashi brings the Pasuk, it says, Kedei Ge'ulosai. Only Kedei, if you have the full price. So, Afay Nami, when it comes to Ebedibri, Sultan Goy, and Nikola Chatzan, you can't redeem him halfway. Or perhaps, based on what we learned before, we'll say, Lukula Amdinam. Even if we're going to compare it to the Steya Chuzah, and we're going to say that he can't be redeemed halfway, that's only if it comes out to be a leniency. And the Gemara will soon spell out how and when this will come out to be a leniency. But we're not going to apply this, that he can't be redeemed halfway if it comes out to be a stringency. See soon the Gemara when this plays out. Amalei, Surah Sheshit sort of answered, Lav Amrit, didn't we learn before, Hasam, that Nimka Kulai Velechetse? When you sell an Eved, so you only can sell him if he's being sold fully, not if he's being sold halfway. If you remember, if he sold a thousand, and uh, again, if he, if he stole. Uh, 500 that is, and he's worth 1,000, so you only have to sell half of his value. You don't sell him half for three years instead of for six years. So Achanami over here as well, when he's redeemed, you can only redeem him if you redeem him fully. There's no such a thing as redeeming half of the Abed. Now the Gemara spells out the point we said before that it could be Lekula or Lechumra. Omar Abayeh, so Abayeh said, if you're going to say, 
that they have a dividend could be redeemed halfway, then this could come out to be a kola for him or it could come out to be a chumra for him. How is this? So the kola, the leniency would be if he was a, a, a bought for a hundred, hundred dollars, let's say. So now, if he wants to redeem himself halfway, so he pays 50, half of his uh, value. But then what happened? And now his value went up, and now he's worth 200, and now he wants to redeem the other half of himself. So if you're going to say that half of him was already redeemed before, so now he's worth 200. So half of that, how much does he have to give now? He's going to have to give 100 to redeem himself. And then he can go out. So okay, so he gave the 50 before for one half, and now he only has to give 100 for the other half. But if you're going to say that he's not redeemed halfway, so then, since his value now was 200, so what he, the money he gave before to redeem himself did not take effect. The, the master is holding on to that money like a pakadon. So therefore, he has to redeem himself according to his value today, and now he's worth 200. So he's going to have to give now 150 to combine with the 50 that he gave before, 200 to redeem himself. So this is the case that it comes out to be a kula if you say that he could be redeemed halfway. Now the Gemara just explains that we have to add another detail to this uh, case because there's a question here. V'ha'amre, didn't we say before, the halacha, nisra bekaspah, mikasav miknasai, that if his value went up from when he was sold, so that, that in such a case, we don't go by the higher, to redeem himself, we don't go by the higher value that he is today. We go according to the values before. So how can you say that the leniency plays out in such a case where his value went up? <coughs> we still stay with the previous value anyways. Answers the Gemara. No, there is a case where we're going to go according to the higher value now. And that is going to Oiker, Vizalva Oiker. If originally when he was sold, he, he was worth that higher value of 200. And then his value went down. And then it went back up. So in such a case, when his value went down, he was able to re- redeem himself with the lower value because we, we go lenient according to what his value is now. But as soon as his value goes back up, we do go back to the way he was originally when he was sold. So in such a case, this cooler uh, that we just said before will play out. Now, Abayah continues, he says, Mishkach You can have this also, that if he could be redeemed halfway, it'll end up being a stringency see for him. And that isn't the case with the opposite of before. Zavnei b'mosan. When he was acquired, he was worth 200. So now if he wants to redeem himself halfway, Yav may apalga the dummy, he gives 100, half of his value, and so he's now, so he, half. What happens? Va'ichsif. Now his value went down. The common may is only worth 100. So if you're going to say that when he redeemed himself before, he was redeemed, so therefore now, Yav lechamshin v'nafik, he's going to have to give 50, half of his value of what he is now, in order to redeem himself. So it comes out that he had to give, before in the beginning, before in the beginning, what did he give? 100, and now he gave additional 50 to be redeemed. But if you're going to say that what he gave before, so he's not going to, that what, what happened before did not take effect at all, so then you go according to the, the value that he is now, so then the 100 that he gave before didn't do anything. That's just a pekadin. And now, in order to redeem himself, he's only worth 100 today. So So you can just use that 100 and he can go out free. So in such a case, if he's redeemed halfway, it comes out to be a stringency. Now the Gemara brings up a similar shayla regarding redeeming half, regarding another situation. A 
a person is selling a house that is in a city that's surrounded with a wall. So this is also in Eretz Yisrael, but over here, the halacha of a bias that's in the, in the city with a wall is that you can't redeem it for the first year after you sold it. After the first year, so then you're able to, uh, sorry, sorry, the other, other way around. Sorry. Again, a bias, you could only redeem it for the first year. If you don't redeem it within that first year, then the buyer keeps this house and it actually doesn't even go back to you in Yevil. You have only one year to redeem it. Now, the question is, the shayla is regarding this house, could it be redeemed halfway or not halfway? And again, the question is, do we compare it to this day achuzah? Gulasa, gulasim is day achuzah goma. Do we learn out from this day achuzah, which is a property in a place without a wall around it? And over there, the Torah clearly says, Mas day achuzah, ene negalas lachatsoyim. That cannot be redeemed halfway. Af, hai nami, ene negalas lachatsoyim. So, so too, this bias in the house, the house in the city with a wall, cannot be redeemed halfway. Oidilme, or no, heiche de goli goli. This chiddish, the Torah says, that it can't be redeemed halfway. It's exodus akasta. Logically, why shouldn't you be able to redeem halfway? So over there, the Torah says a special chiddush by stay achuzi you can't. By bater rechaimis, since it does not say kedei geulasai, you could redeem halfway. Amalei, so Rav Sheish is answered over here. Mimedrashish Rav Shimon Nishma from the way Rav Shimon darshaned in Abraisa, we could learn out shaloive. Not only could he, he could actually borrow money. To redeem and the goyel and the goyel and he could redeem even halfway. The Tanya, so we learned Rabbi Shimon said in Abraisa as follows. And here, Rabbi Shimon in his Braisa talks only about his Dayachuzah. He didn't speak clearly about the house and the, with the city and the, and the, with the wall around. He speaks about his Dayachuzah. And here brings a Pasuk by Dayachuzah that says, Vim Gol Yigal. If a person wants to redeem his Dayachuzah, now this Pasuk is talking about a person, not that he didn't sell his Dayachuzah, but he was Maktish his Dayachuzah, to Hektish, and he wants to redeem it from Hektish. Malamed, this double lashon, gal yigal, and this pasuk is teaching me shaloive v'goyel v'goyel lachatzayim. He can borrow money and redeem from hektish even half of this property that he gave them. Now, Amar Rab Shimon, Rab Shimon says, Mata, what's the reason for this? So, as Rashi explains, Rab Shimon always darshans time of the crop. He always gives explanations and reasons for what the pasuk says, meaning that the halacha is based on the reason. So, if the reason doesn't apply, then the halacha. And the halacha doesn't apply. Matam. So what's the reason for this? So we find by Steyachuze that it has, he has yipa koycha. The Torah says he has a stronger koyach. What's the stronger koyach? By Steyachuze, if it comes yoyvul and he didn't redeem the property, what happens? So then yoyvul, he'll get it back. So, since over here we see that the Torah, he has nothing to worry really, because in the future he's anyways, it's anyways going to come back to him. So on the other hand, so his kayach is taken away, to redeem it, if he doesn't have money himself, he can't borrow money to redeem, and he can't redeem it halfway. Now, Maktish, so therefore we say the opposite when it comes to that you gave to Hektish. By a property that you gave to Hekdish over there, his kayak regarding Yoival he doesn't have. Because once Yoival arrives and he didn't redeem it from Hekdish, what happens to his property? Over there, he doesn't get it back. It goes to the Kayanim, the Yoival. So over here, since in the future, he's not going to be able to get it back. So over here, by Hekdish, the Torah gave him a stronger kayak. That's a double ocean. He could borrow and he could redeem halfway.
That's Rab Shimon. Says the Gemara, so now we could apply this to the Meichabais, high Meichabais, we could say the same thing. Person that sells a house with a wall around, in the city with a wall around it, Sanami Hoyo Vuhura Kaychoy, the halacha by this house is that Shi'im Malalashana Tumima, after a year, Vilay Nikola, he did not redeem it, Nachlat, that's it, it remains by the buyer, and it doesn't go up by Yevil. So therefore, over here we should say, Yipakaychoy, on the other hand, the Taylor gives him a stronger option, Shalayvi Vagoy Vagoyla Chatsayin. That he can borrow and he can redeem it halfway. That's the conclusion there. But in this, the Gemara asks from a clear Braisa that says the opposite. The Braisa says as follows. In Goal, Yigal, again, this Pasuk regarding a person that was Maktish to stay a Chuzah, the double Lashner. The same Darasha, like Rav Shimon said, that this teaches that you can borrow and you could redeem halfway. Now, but this Braisa explains as follows. That Shayacha, why do I need a special Pasuk for this? Because otherwise I would make the following Kavachaymer. I would say that he cannot redeem halfway. Because if when he sold his Deachuzah, not Makdash, if when he sold it, so over here I see the Taylor gives him a stronger Kayach to get it back. When Yoyvah comes, he gets it back. But nevertheless, he doesn't have the Kayach to redeem it halfway. Maktish, when it comes to someone that's Maktish Shasteyachuzah, Shuhura Kaychay, I see over here that the Teireh is giving him less of an option to get it back, because Shemigiyah Yoyvah V'le Nigla Yoytzeh L'Kainim B'Yoyvah, it goes to the Kainim, he doesn't get it back, Eine Din Shuhura Kaychay, She'ein Loyvah V'goyel L'Chatzayim, shouldn't it be also for sure the case that he can't borrow or redeem it halfway? So therefore I would think that he, that he can't redeem it halfway, that's why he needed special Pasek and Gol Yigal. But now on that the Brisa asks, I see by Zdeachuza, the halacha is that it's different than a, when you sell it in a, a house in a city with a wall around it. The house in the city with a wall around it, you could only redeem it for the first year. That's it. By Zdeachuza, you sell it, you can't redeem it for the first two years. After two years, you can redeem it. So here I see that you can't redeem it right away. Maybe that's why you can't redeem it halfway as well. But if you maktish to stay a chuzah to hektish, from hektish you can redeem it right away. On that the Braisa concludes, and here this is the main point of our question. That no, I will prove to you from a person that sells the bias in a, with a, in a city with a wall, over there you could redeem it right away. And nevertheless it can't be redeemed halfway. So maybe I would learn out hektish when you makdish you stay a from there. That's why I need a special pasuk of go yigal. What's the point here? We have a clear brayson that says that a bias and bot cannot be redeemed halfway. Before we explained according to Rab Shimon that you could redeem it halfway. So the Gemara says like This is not a question. Hard Rab Shimon. It's a hard Rabbanan that is and hard Rab Shimon. The brayson we just quoted is Rabbanan and the brayson before follows according to Rab Shimon. So as Rashi explains. Uh, Rab Shimon holds Darish Taimei Dekra. If you see on one hand, the Teire is being stringent about this and is taking away his Kayach, that means that on the other hand, it's Mestavah to make it easier for him to redeem. It always has to be balanced out. That's how we look at the, these halachas. So therefore, according to Rab Shimon, we say, if by a house that's sold in a city, you don't get it back by Yevil, if you don't redeem it after a year, it's logical to say that we're giving him more of an option to redeem it even halfway. According to the Rabbana, it doesn't work that way. Adarab, if you find the Torah stringent in one aspect, maybe we'll say be stringent in another aspect as well. We're not going to balance it out necessarily. And that, that's the conclusion of the second Braisa. 
So let's just finish off over here to the, the, the point there. The Gemara brings, we are two braises about this. Tani Chodem, one brais that says, Loive v'goyel v'goyel l'chatzayin, that the house in the Be'er Chaimah, you could redeem halfway. But Tani Yedach, and another brais that says, Ein loive v'goyel v'goyel l'chatzayin, you cannot redeem it halfway. So the answer is like we just said, Loikashi, Ha'rabbanon, one is according to the Rabbanon, and Ha'rabshemen, the other one is according to Rabshemen.